the Inside Out Group podcast, where we talk about organizational leadership, systems, marketing, and more for your church or organization. Our goal is to help you redefine your culture from the inside out. Today, we want to talk about social media marketing. Today, you have your hosts, Nathan Westfall and Michael Moore. Mike, how's it going? It's going well. It's going fantastic. I'm glad to hear that. So in the past, we have talked about marketing unlimited budget um i know that was a couple episodes ago um but today we want to dive into more into social media marketing you know uh what makes sense uh or what makes you want to come back to this specific topic yeah so i know that we've talked about marketing on a limited budget in the past and i i I definitely think that that's an episode that people should go back and uh listen to because there's a lot of ways to be able to market for your church or your organization free or very 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 cheaply uh cost effective Um, But I know recently I've been doing a lot of research on the effectiveness of social media marketing, and we are just coming off of an event for us as a church um, where all we did, uh, I would say 95% of what we did was social media marketing, and we had a huge success rate as far as the participation and the engagement from that. And specifically with social media marketing, paid social media marketing. And I want to get into the specifics of what we did, uh, how much we spent, um, what that looked like, the timeline, all that stuff. And because after, after this event, and it's one of those things that you hear, but it's like, um, that can't be true though. And, and so I've heard the stats, I've heard different podcasts talking about it. And then we actually tried it and I was like, Oh my gosh. And I went to the board and I was like, uh, we need to up our marketing budget and dump it all into social media uh, at our at our last board meeting, and uh, just because it was it was a huge eye opener for me, and I know that for me personally or for us here at City Church, it's going to change the way that we try to reach people or engage people in our community, th- specifically through social media, and so that's kind of why I wanted to dive back into it and really just get into the specifics of it. Yeah, that's good. So um, as we started spending more on marketing and, you know, diving into that, uh, what were the, the targets that you were looking for in social media marketing? Yeah. So let me let me kind of do a little bit of backtracking and kind of talk about it. I know people have been hearing if you listen to this podcast or you subscribe to it regularly. First off, thank you for that. But we have uh, we recently just came off of a night of worship with um, Mac Brock and Mac just produced his uh, first solo album, uh, Greater Things. You guys should totally go pick it up. Actually, the uh, episode a few few episodes back is a Q and A uh, episode with him. But um, so we had we brought in Mac Brock, who used to be a part of Elevation Worship, and so we figured, well, hey, let's just kind of dump the money into this night of worship. Not a massive budget for marketing. Uh, actually, we spent the the least amount on marketing than we did anything else for the night of worship. Um, but the the return of your investment, so to speak, was huge. And I, again, I'll get into the numbers. And so as far as like the targets that we were looking for, I want to specifically talk about Facebook and talk about uh, Instagram. And most users know this, but if you don't know this, you're here you go. Uh, Facebook owns Instagram. And so anytime you do a Facebook ad for your business or for your nonprofit or your church or whatever organization it is that you have, it gives you the option if you have an Instagram and IG account that is linked up to also run simultaneously, simultaneously, um, an Instagram ad as well. And so by 
advertising specifically through Facebook, we were actually also advertising through Instagram as well. And it gave the whole swipe up for more information. You could swipe mm. up and then it just brought yep. you back to the Facebook page or the website. I don't remember exactly how it was set up. And so in our instance with this, uh, the, the targets that we looked for, whenever you open up Facebook and you go to their, their ad builder, their, you, you know, it allows you to select um, based upon demographics, based upon the city that you're in, the circumference or the radius that you're looking for um, off of a particular location or zip code. It allows you to select the age, male, female. It, you can get as detailed as you want. And so we knew... Uh, for this particular night of worship, our goal was to unify the churches in the capital region. And, and so we normally we wouldn't do this, but we actually targeted Christians uh, for the night of worship. And so we selected the city of Albany, the city of Rensselaer, and I think we also selected the city of Utica, which is um, a ways away. Uh, but, it, and then we, we upped the radius of that to 50 miles for each one. So it kind of covered really about a 150 mile radius around the capital region. So kind of encompassing almost all the capital region. And that was the first thing that we did. And then we, we went off of, well, if I'm a Christian and I listen to worship music, who am I going to listen to? And so we selected interest. Uh, there's an option for you to select interest on Facebook, uh, people who have liked or who are interested in uh, worship music, very broad. But then we got very specific, Hillsong, Hillsong United, uh, Elevation Worship, Bethel Worship. Um, and then we also added a few personalities, celebrity personalities, What, if you want to call it that. But like we, we chose um, Bill Johnson. I'm sorry, not Bill Johnson, Stephen Furtick. Uh, we, we chose, we have a, a Beth Moore is coming up here. And um, she may have actually already come by the time this podcast reaches out, but people who like Beth Moore, um, people who like Joel Olstein. And so we chose three or four uh, celebrity preachers, if you want to call it, people that are very well known in the Christian community. And then from there, we selected the age demographic. And so this is something that whenever, uh, and you may disagree with this, but not you, but if you're a listener, you may disagree with it, but hear, hear me out. We selected a particular age demographic, which was 18. I think we went up to 35. Uh, reason being is our target audience is a 28 to 32 year old. And so we were really trying to focus and engage the younger generation um, in this. And that is, that is who we, we marketed to our, towards. And so as far as the select target, so to speak, um, that's what we did when we built this ad campaign. And then we built it around a Facebook event. So again, uh, we built a Facebook event so people can check if they were going, if they were interested, if they were not going. Uh, it gave the website, gave a little bio about what's going on. We could constantly add commentary or uh, updates with what's going on. That way people could uh, stay in the loop for parking or times the doors open or whatever. Yeah. Uh, yep. But then we we advertised the actual Facebook event, which then in return allowed us to advertise on Instagram and Instagram stories as well. Um, and it was, in my personal opinion, I thought that it was uh, a huge success. And so that's, I mean, getting very specific, that is how we built it. Um, and we probably did it uh, I mean, we built the event a while back, but we probably started dumping money into it about 60 days, 45 to 60 days before the actual event. Yeah, that's good. So I guess, I mean, this immediately my mind goes to this next question is, so that's great that you set it up right and it sounds interesting in terms of how Facebook uh, communicates with Instagram and 
uh, you know, how that whole setup works. But what kind of engagement did you actually see online from a paid campaign like this? So this, I, I was, this is where it came in. I was very skeptical at first. Like, what kind of engagement are we going to see? Um, are we going to see a lot of engagement? Is it going to be a bunch of people that, um, you know, aren't really engaged or whatever? And so with it being an ad, people are, are constantly able to like it. Uh, they're constantly able to comment on it as far as the ad itself. But then once you actually click on it, then it allows you to check if you're going, if you're not going, or if you're just interested in the event. And this is this is really what surprised me. And so I'm going to read you. Um, give me one second. And I should have had this pulled up right here. Yeah, but, you know, yep. um, let me I'm going to give you this is the actual uh, this was the engagement with this. And so with the ad. Uh, the insights were 26.6 thousand people that saw the ad. We had 786 responses. And then from there, and it did at one point tell you how many people clicked the website. Um, but, I, but I know that we saw a massive amount of people clicking the website about a week before as well. And then it even told us we averaged 20% uh, of our responses were between women who were 25 to 34 years old. After that, it was men between 25 and 34 years old. It kind of gives you the percentage. But then with the actual engagement in the conversation, there were 16 posts that were made and people actually commented on the post, asked questions, um, liked the post or or hearted the, the post, excited face, whatever other emoji they have out there now and so as far as an engagement goes um it was it was absolutely the best engagement that we've ever seen on a uh ad that we've done or on any event that we've ever done on social media oh that's good that's really good i hope that answers um, i hope that answers the question no it does yeah it shows what kind of you know if it was worth it or not right i mean yeah it's great that you can do all that but yeah and and here's something else that i liked is you know we were able to we were able to add a comment um, on the ad itself, like, "Hey, tag some friends who you want to go." And then the next six or eight or ten comments were people tagging friends. So not only were we paying for the advertisement, but people would then see it and then they would tag, you know, Joe Doe or Susie Q or whoever. Let's go to this, and then there would there would be kind of this organic engagement that also happened as well. Yeah, that's good. So, what was the total budget? Uh, we'll start with that question first. What was the total budget for this campaign? And, you know, how did that pan out each day, week? You know, you said 45 days out, 60 days out is when you started. So how did that, how did, how'd that work? Yeah. So, um, and this may shock people. And actually in our, in our board meeting, we have someone else who does a ministry and, uh, we started talking about social media engagement. Um, and, and we spent a whopping, you ready? $225 on advertisement for this night of worship. That's I, it. I was going to say, yeah, I was actually expecting higher, but that's, that's good. Yeah. $225. And so if it was at 40 to 45 days, that's roughly $5 a day. Now I would be lying if I said that's exactly how it went. We started out kind of just testing the market with a $20 ad, um, or $20 boosting this. And, uh, let's see what kind of response we got. And then once, you know, we did that over seven days. And so that's a couple bucks a day. And then, well, let's bump it up to $30. And then let's bump it up to $50. And then it got to a point where we were putting in $10 a day 
on it. And, and that's where we really, really, really started seeing the response coming back just from the simple amount that you're reaching more people, more people are hearing about it, more people are engaged with it, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and so, and this is why I think it's important just jumping back to the target. We were very intentional about who we were trying to target or the other person on our board, he had an event and he dumped $500 into it, but he didn't do a select target. And he got very, very, very little retention because he did not do a specific target. It was just broad anyone in the capital region, you know. Um, and so I think that's why it's important to do that. So we we spent a, a whopping two hundred and twenty five dollars uh, on the ad over over the course of its lifetime, you know. And coming from that, uh, again, this has now changed the 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 way that I view this. I'm like, we're, we're going to easily dump a couple hundred dollars a month uh, into uh, social media advertising simply because of the return that we saw on our investment. Yeah, that's good. Um, so I guess here's the big question. You kind of answered this a little bit, and I, I have a follow-up after this, but what were the, what were the, the results for just this MacBrock event? What was the results of you know, increased spending, uh, different approach? You know, what would you say? Yeah, again, so online, and, and just so people know, um, I want to look at this in two different ways, the online results and then the results of the actual event that we did. Yeah. And yep. so for the online results, again, we saw 786 people respond. We had 26.6 thousand touches. Uh, from that, we've had at least 70 new likes to our, our, our church Facebook page. Um, simply by like, oh, they like the event. We're going we're gonna to invite them to like the church pa- Facebook page. And even today, we had a few more that, that came in. And so we saw more people liking the church Facebook page. Uh, also, uh, the amount of Facebook messages we've gotten has increased. The amount of engagement and reviews on Facebook has increased. Uh, the nice. amount of uh, emails that we've gotten from this has also increased. And so in the digital world, from this $225 that we spent, we actually, in my personal opinion, I think that we gained a, a huge amount of awareness of who we are and kind of to a degree put our name on the map a little bit to people who may not know who City Church is, at least uh, a digital footprint. Is that what they call it, footprint or thumbprint? Yeah, footprint. Yeah, we'll say that. Yeah. 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 So uh, now, as far as people through the doors, we had no idea what to expect, and we were anticipating... Um, we could see as little as 200 people. We could see as much as a thousand people. We're going to plan for somewhere between five and 700 people. And I, I will be honest with you. I can't give you a definite count just because there are multiple people who tried counting and it was extremely difficult because people were moving and then we had kids upstairs and we had volunteers running around and, and you were there for the night. And so you kind of know how it was, yeah. but the, the owner of the venue, and I'm going to go off of his numbers, the owner of the venue, uh, who knows that place very, very well, as well as the general manager, uh, they, they gave us a number of 575 people that they think were in there. Now, I don't know specifically if that's counting the amount of people in the kids' room, if that's counting the security and the volunteers, or if that's just counting butts in the seats. I'm not entirely sure. But I will say this, it's the largest event that we've done, and it's by far the most successful event that we've done as well. And so I, I can I can definitely say that that through $225 being spent, we saw well over 500 people in attendance. And I, I personally think that this is a huge win. 
Uh, and again, I think that the next time we do something like that, it's just going to be even more because now we have got the digital footprint and we've built the credibility with people. They know that it's going to come and it's going to be a high production um, that we're not just throwing something out there that's going to be like, oh, come to this, you know, cheesy event. Right. Um, but I believe that we were able to gain the trust of people who were actually at that event and in attendance as well as the people through the digital footprint. That's good. So that, that leads me to my next question is, so you saw these results, uh, you know, you know what it's like to dump this money in and kind of get that digital footprint. Are you going to start doing this forward? So, um, I guess what's your approach, right? Are you going to do this for every event? Or are you going to do this only for events that you expect over X? What's kind of your, your next game plan to use this approach going forward? Yeah. So I think that, uh, I mean, I'll, I'll, it's, I think we're still in the experimental stage. And so we just actually posted event today and um, we did a week, uh, again, experimenting. We, we did a week, uh, um, a week paid ad for $30. So a few bucks a day, right? Like $5 a day, something like that. I'm horrible with mm -hmm. math, $4. Oh, yep. um, and so we're going to engage uh, the engagement. And so I think what we're going to do this for, and, and again, this is still in the experimental stage. And so if you're an expert at this, please email me because I'd love to hear your opinion. Um, every series kickoff, uh, we're going to promote the heck out of it um, because it's a it's a good opportunity for people who are checking out the church to come, um, for people who are engaged in the topic or want to hear more specifically about the topic to come, and again, just to get our name out there. And again, we're we're doing a very targeted audience as well. Um, so every every new series that we kick off, we're going to do a um, we're going to do a huge social media push. Uh, the other thing is every big event or big days in the church calendar. And so Christmas, we're probably going to drop um, three or four hundred dollars for Christmas this this year, which will be the most we've ever done. Usually we drop about a hundred. Um, so we're going to do it for Christmas this year, uh, new events that are coming out. And then also uh, we haven't launched this yet, but we're in the process of building just a staple campaign that we can just throw out there for five dollars a day. Um, broad audience, this one will be more broad, but that will link back to the website and then drive more website traffic, which then improves your rates with Google uh, and the Google search and uh, your SEO and stuff. And so it's gonna kind of be a, a three-prong approach. So big events, series, and then just a continuous $5 a day ad, and just to see what kind of retention. And, and I think the thing that, for me, it was like, I, I felt like, are we just throwing money down the drain? I know we've done stuff in the past and we've seen return, but coming off of this, I'm like, no, this really, I really believe in the day and age that we live in, that this is probably going to be the most effective way, um, at least for our target audience to be able to reach them and, and to get the word out about what city church is doing and how we're helping the community or whatever it may be. And so those are kind of the three different areas. Um, I foresee us upping our marketing budget for next year. Uh, which in return will hopefully get more people into the church. Uh, and then from a financial perspective, once people get into the church, if they like what they see, hopefully then they will start giving. And so everything just kind of naturally grows. But if you think about it compared to um, uh, direct mail or radio or commercial or anything like this, it really is a still very inexpensive way to be able to get the word out sure. about events yeah. and stuff. Yeah, no, that's good. Um, yeah, I know that, you know, social media has been something that we've been playing with for a while. And I do feel like this event really did kind of kick off a lot. Um, it was even good just to experiment with, right? Because you had such a big 
uh, I don't want to say playground, but you had a big, um, the opportunity was so big. It was kind of like, even if you failed, you knew people were going to come anyway. So it was kind right. of a, a, a very good spot to, to feel this stuff out. And I think you're right. I think there's a, a good strategy going forward with it. Um, do you have any other, uh, comments, tidbits about how social media, either for this event or for city church going forward? Yeah. The other thing that, um, we did for the actual event is we capitalized on Insta stories, which then links up to Facebook stories. And, uh, even just the comments back from that, like, Oh, this looks awesome. Or man, I wish I was there, uh, that we would get DM'd, uh, also played into it. And so we, we used again, the day of free advertisement just by Insta stories or live feed or whatever to kind of build the engagement with people who weren't there or people who were there uh, that wanted to kind of rewatch it. I know I rewatched it. And I was like, my gosh, this, this looked awesome, you know? And, and so that's, that's kind of the other, the other thing that I would throw out there is we didn't just do it. And then the event and not say anything about it. We followed up with pictures and Insta stories and stuff like that. And so I, I have a yeah. question for you. Yeah, go ahead. What did you think of the event? Cause I haven't even, I haven't even asked you yet. You know, um, what did you think? Did you think it was horrible? No, 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 no. I, I think it was good. <laughs> um, but just like everything else, I was kind of there as production. So uh, to be honest, I don't remember most of the night because there was so much that happened before, the day before, the day of. Um, you know, during the event, we had the power issue. And um, so oh, yes. I think it, we, can, can we just tell the quick yeah, story we can. about that? Yeah, we yeah can. go ahead. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. So I'm in the middle of my sermon and this happens. Go ahead. Yeah, so Michael's in the middle of the sermon. We're about to be like, ah, oh, you know, the first worship set was just over. Hard part's done. You know, Michael's going to drone on for 20 minutes. <laughs> um, 20, 24. I went four yeah, minutes over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and, you know, 30 seconds in, all of a sudden, half the stage light goes out and the projector just dies. And immediately, Jeff and I stand up. Jeff's the other uh, production guy that we hired. And uh, we stood up and we're like, oh, my gosh, what could go wrong? And two things went in my mind. So... The day before and even earlier that day, we blew the circuit um, three times, I think, in total. Uh, yeah. Just for how loud we had to get it for that room. We thought some circuits were 20 amps, but they were really 15. Um, so that caused a couple issues. But um, I didn't I didn't think it was that because it wasn't the sound that cut out. So I, I ran backstage. And uh, so the venue was the armory, which was used to be a gymnasium. So the power is actually in the floor. Uh, some of the wooden... Uh, the wooden... Um, floorboards kind of yeah planks boards, thank you yeah, yeah yeah they they come up right and the worship team had just gotten off and it was dark back there and someone wasn't really paying attention and fell in one of the holes uh and actually broke the power cord right off so the ground <laughs> the ground came out i think i still left it in the outlet i don't think i ever pulled it out <laughs> so the ground came out and we were causing all sorts of issues because we didn't know the ground fell out because he just plugged it back in so the projector kept shorting out and we thought we blew a bulb and uh, finally we got a new cable and ran it over, but that was a good 15 minutes to figure out, uh, you know, before we got the projector back on cause, uh, cause of how crazy it was, but all, all in a day's work, I can tell you that from other events, this was, this was nothing, but, uh, it was, it was a fun time for sure. And I will say, um, we got out of there a lot sooner than I thought we would. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I, I just, I just want to give kudos and, and I do think that we should do a separate podcast on like, uh, teamwork for big events because, the team, I mean, everyone from host team to coordinators, production, worship team, um, set up and tear down. It was, it was almost, um, there were a few technical hiccups, but it was almost seamless and, yeah. and how quick 
because it was a massive production setup and how quick you guys got out out of there i mean two hours after the event the place looked like no one had even been there yeah and i was surprised it, yeah. it, it blew my mind and so nathan thank you for uh really spearheading a lot of that as well and for all the leaders if you're listening to this yeah, for everyone yeah it was great yeah. thank yeah, you yeah. thank you yeah it was a great event um Another thing with uh, social media, actually getting back to our topic, just um, I don't know if this played anything. I know we've been doing this at City Church for probably three, four months now. The the check ins, and I know we talked about this this service before. The um, I'm blanking on this the service. Yeah, it's it's Cosley dot com forward slash reach. That is yeah. That's the the URL for churches. Cosley dot com c a u s l e y dot c o m forward slash reach. Yeah. Uh, did did you guys think about that before you started social media marketing, or did they just happen to come side by side? Does that even help you at all uh, when it comes to your reach? Yeah, I think um, I don't. I'll be honest. I don't know if we've seen a return as far as uh, people coming into the church, uh, but I know that our uh, exposure has on again exposure on line has increased from that. I mean, you give me. 15 seconds and I'll actually I'll, I'll tell you exactly what it is uh, for this month which includes the the night of worship as as well right and and that night alone we had 125 check-ins uh, which helped I think it was 21 kids through compassion international and so so this this is crazy just through check-ins alone we've we've reached 64,000 people through Facebook impressions this month alone. Yeah, see, that's good free advertising right there. Yeah, it's it's awesome. And you're giving back. You're literally giving back um, to people in need. Yeah, no, that's good. Um, anything else with social media just before we kind of sign off here? Yeah, I think where I am is just be a student of social media. Uh, I am not the best at social media. Uh, there are people who are younger than me that know how to do way way more on it than I do. Um, but I'm constantly trying to learn. And so it doesn't matter how young you are, how old you are, just be a student, go on YouTube and watch free downloads, uh, or free videos of how to, uh, capitalize on social media. I even, I even did an hour long, um, webinar that was free. Uh, they were pushing their products at the end, but I learned so much just from watching. This is how you market on, on online mm -hmm. through Facebook and Instagram yep. and stuff. And so there's tons of resources out there. Uh, and so I think just being a student of social media, especially in today's day and age, um, is going to just be beneficial and, and play to the strengths of your church or business. Yeah, no, that's really good. Um, I want to thank everyone for listening this week to the Inside Out Group. Uh, if you want to hear more, you can email us, podcast at insideoutgroup.org. Um, you can check Michael out anywhere on social media, uh, at Mike Moore, ALB, or therealmikemore.com, and we'll see you all next week.